Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Pass Your Life and Health Insurance Exam Podcast. I'm your host, Biko. I'm very excited to have you back here. So I hope you guys are enjoying your summer so far. Ah, man, time is flying. It's already, uh, <laughs> we're already in September. Uh, if you live on the East Coast like me, uh, you can already feel the weather changing already. <laughs> it's getting a little chilly. Uh, it's getting darker uh, early now. I think it's sun, you know, sun starts to set and it starts to get dark. I think after six, by six, seven o'clock is uh, dark. So things are changing. You know, I see the leaves uh, are starting to fall a little bit. You know, the leaves are starting to, you know, change colors. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they're going from green to yellow. It tells you that four is right around the corner. So, but hey, um, I know it, it's been a while since I did any training episode. For the last, I think three or four episodes has been, uh, you know, they've been mostly or uh, just um, testimonials and updates. So what got me to record this episode, I, I got a call from <laughs> one of my loyal listeners. Uh, her name is Melinda. Uh, Melinda, this is a shout out to you. Uh, I just spoke to her today, actually. Well, she contacted me yesterday and, uh, you know, and we talked today. Um, she's from the state of Arizona. So she sent me this beautiful text. Um, um, and we talked, she just went on and on. Oh, your podcast is so good. I'm learning so much uh, from it. I read your reviews. I said, reviews? <laughs> uh, for some reason, guys, I've tried to check my reviews, um, the podcast reviews, but for some reason, I can't see them. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I need to log in as some guests or something, but I cannot see any reviews so pretty much what i go by is you know are you know people calling or texting me like melinda did she contacted me she want um she wants a one-on-one -on -one training so she contacted me and she went on and on you know it, it just it just made my day right uh, <laughs> to just hear someone uh tell you you know that what you're doing is actually helping them you know that helps make my day. So I told her, you know what, um, Melinda, since you did this, I'm going to actually record an episode because you just made, you know, you just made my day. And I, and I, you know, and I know some of your parents, so you, you know the trick. If you want your kids to do something, the trick is uh, praises, right? If you want someone to do something, offer them a lot of praises. <laughs> Trust me, that person will want to do, uh, do more. So for some reason, every time I get some of these phone calls and people tell me how much this podcast means to them, how much it has helped them, it makes me want to do more. So Melinda, this is a shout out to you. You made me <laughs> uh, uh, want to record this episode now because uh, I'll be honest, it gets tiring sometimes. So I'm very busy. You know, I have my, um, uh, my financial business I have a lot of clients and I, 
I have about 75 agents spread across um 24 states. So I'm very busy, uh, but I still try to find time to do this podcast. So Melinda, again, this is a shout out to you. Thank you very much for the compliments. Um, so I'm going to just share some stuff here with you guys. And um, today we're going to talk about variable uh, insurance. What's the difference between variable and um, and fixed or variable and regular insurance? Uh, it depends what state you are in, but most of the states, I know Texas has this on their exam outline. Arizona has this on their exam outline. DC, Iowa, Connecticut, Florida, um, Georgia, Delaware, uh, um, Massachusetts, um, Maine, Mississippi. All of these states have variable, um, you know, variable life insurance, universal life insurance, um, variable whole life. Uh, you know, they have them on your exam outline. So a lot of you would benefit from this, and I'm pretty sure it should be on the other uh, outlines for all of the other states. So let's talk about variable first of all. Um, before I start, you know. I won't I won't go into too much detail, but uh you know the difference between term and permanent insurance, right? Um again, I'll probably do another episode um, the, um going over the difference between term and permanent insurance. We know that, well, you know, let's just do some quick highlights. We know that term insurance is when you hear term. Term actually means temporary, all right? It's, it's an abbreviation. So when you hear term, think temporary. Uh, it will come to an end. Think about renting um, a house or an apartment. You know whether you sign a one-year lease or two-year lease, but at some point, that lease you have will come to an end. So that's what term insurance. So term insurance is just short-term they can be five years, 10 years, 30 years, but you know it has an end. Uh, I don't know of any term that goes past 30 years. So most of the time it's 30. So term is like um it's like renting and you know, and you renew at the end of your uh, at the end of your term, at the end of your lease. You don't build any equity. There is no um, cash value. Again, cash value just means savings account that's attached to a life insurance. You don't have any of that. Uh, term insurance starts out being very cheap. You know, on average is, uh, you know, about about five to ten percent of the cost of um, um, of a permanent life insurance policy. I just ran a quote for one of my agents. I know one of my clients uh, last week. She was going to get a. You no, know, she's um, uh, she's what um, thirty years old. Yeah, so she was going to get a $500,000 term. The $500,000 term was going to uh, run her around, I think, um, um, around 21 bucks a month. Whereas the same thing for for the um, permanent insurance, <laughs> it was going to run her around, I think, 
uh, between like 181 to 200 hours, right? So, so almost 10 times, same amount of coverage, but one is term and one is permanent. So permanent is more expensive, term is cheaper. Uh, term has no savings account. It has pretty much no living benefits. The only exception be terminal illness rider. So all, um, all life insurance policies come standard with um, terminal illness rider. Um, and again, you can go and listen to that episode on um, policy options, um, provisions and riders, I, I went more into that. Uh, so that's, that's term insurance. Permanent insurance, on the other hand, is like you own a mortgage, right? You no, know, you own a house, you no, know, your your payment is fixed, you no. Know? So if you're paying $50 or let's, well, no one pays $50 for mortgage. So let's say you're paying $2,000 a month for your mortgage, you know that your your mortgage payment of interest and um, uh, interest and principal will be fixed, right? And that's for the rest of your life. Well, technically until age one hundred, but very few people live until age one hundred. All right. So so permanent insurance starts out being more expensive, but your premium is fixed for life. And what permanent insurance also has it has something called a cash value. Well, I mean, I, I like to break these terms down, um, bring it um, down to your level, you know, you know to find um, synonyms, you know, uh, words that everybody can relate to. So when you think about cash value, just think about savings accounts, okay? So permanent life insurance has a savings account attached to it where um, a percentage of your premium goes into that savings account. Right. And you know, on average, it can be about you know 60%, 60 to 70% of the money uh, of your premium goes into that savings account. So it's a form of forced savings. So 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 every month or every year or whatever you 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 pay, you know, you make your premium payments, then your savings account builds up, right? So if you have a savings account and you are putting money in that savings account every month. Common sense will tell you that your savings account will increase, right? So it's the same thing with your cash value, you know, your savings account in your life insurance policy. So every month you pay your premium, right? You know, your cash value will increase or increase. Now, when it gets to a point, um, after uh, it depends again uh, how much you're putting, but after a couple of years, you can be able to take money out because what's the point of having savings account if you cannot take money from it, right? So when your cash value reaches a certain point, you can take money out as a withdrawal or you can take money out as policy loan. So, um, and you can use your permanent life insurance for so many things. You can use it for um, retirement. You can use it for as a savings account. You can use it for college savings fund. Uh, you, know, you know, you can use it also as a healthcare um, account. So you can use your, um, your permanent life insurance for so many things, whereas term is limited, but it's cheap. So for clients who have a short-term uh, you know, insurance need and can afford um, temporary, uh, you know, can afford permanent insurance, you go with term insurance. So that's just the um, um, 
general, uh, you know, those are the two big umbrellas of life insurance, term and permanent. So think term has no cash value. It has no savings account. It's like renting. You build no equity. You can have a term insurance for 30 years. If you decide to cancel it, you walk away with nothing, right? Zilch, nada. <laughs> if you miss payment for more than one month for term insurance, you lose all that money. It's almost like you rent a house, guys. You can rent a house for five years and you miss your payment for, for one month and your landlord kicks you out and you walk away with zero, right? But if you own your own house and you decide to walk away, you can sell that house for cash, right? So permanent life insurance is like owning a house. You, you know, you build equity in it and that equity is called your cash value. All right. So, so those are the two big, um, those are the two um, uh, major types of life insurance, term and permanent. Now, on a, on, on the permanent, you have different types of um, you know, insurance. You have uh, uh, whole life, you know, whole life is the most common um, permanent um, insurance. You know, you shouldn't get me started on whole life, you know, I mean, it's okay, but I don't think it's the best. So you have whole life, you have um, universal life, you have adjustable life, you have um, then under universal life, you have um, index universal life, you have variable universal life, then under whole life, you have so many uh, types of uh, life insurance under, you know, under whole life, right? You have, um, you know, ordinary, or you know, straight whole life, you have single premium whole life, you have limited pay whole life, you have greater premium um, whole life, modified whole life, variable whole life. So you have, um, you know, you have, you have um, interest sensitive whole life, another name for that is um, um, current, um, current assumption whole life, right? So you have, different types of permanent life insurance policies. Now, the type of life insurance policy we're gonna talk about today is, um, we're gonna contrast variable and just your regular life insurance, right? So let's talk about variable. Now, when you think about variable, what comes to mind? Variable. Um, for example, if you went to um, buy a house and it told you that your interest rate was variable, well, you know that it can go up, it can come down, right? So, so, uh, so variable is anything that changes. So you have life insurance that are variable, and you have two types of variable life insurance. You have variable whole life and variable universal life. Again, what are the two types of um, life insurance? You have variable whole life and variable universal life insurance. And then everything else, you no, know, is just regular insurance. But before we can go further into the difference between variable and regular um, um, insurance, right? Or we can call it fixed insurance. Before we can go further, let's go ahead here with some questions. Okay. So again, like like always, I like um, you know for these episodes. I prefer, you know, or I recommend that you have a pen and paper. You know, you want to at least attempt to answer uh, these questions. Okay, so attempt to answer these questions. 
So let's you know, let's go over some things here quickly. So you now let's go over some questions. So question number one, all right? Question number one here is, which statement is true about a variable universal life policy? A, policy owner cannot select the premium mode. However, the policy holder directs investment. B, policy owner has control over where the investment goes and selects the amount of the premium payment. C, all of the policy holders' premiums go into the insurer's general account. D, the policy owner has no control over the premium, over where the premium is invested. Again, what is the correct answer? Okay, let me repeat that. Which statement is true about a variable universal life policy? A, policy owner cannot select the premium mode. However, the policy holder directs investment. B, policy owner has control over where the investment goes and selects the amount of the premium payment. C, all of the policy holders' premiums go into the insurer's general account. D, the policy owner has no control over where the premium is invested. So what is the answer? I want you to write it down. Uh, so for this episode, I, you know, I don't recommend you driving and listening to this. No, you're sitting down, you're, you know, trying to take notes and um, guess the answer, okay? So what's the answer for that? The next question here is um, a blank insurance has a guaranteed minimum death benefit. The face amount can increase or decrease based on how well the stock market performs. It also affords the policy owner the choice of sub-accounts to which cash value can be assigned in a fixed premium. A, equity indexed universal life. B, variable life. C, graded whole life. D, variable universal life. Okay. So that's question number two. Let's come here to question number three. Question number three. It says, which one of the following types of life insurance requires that the producers be licensed by the financial industry regulatory authority before they can sell the policy? A, adjustable life. B, variable annuities, C, variable life, no, C, universal life, and D, variable universal life. Again, question number three says, which one of the following types of life insurance requires that the producers be licensed by the financial industry regulatory authority before they can sell the policy? A, adjustable life, B, variable annuities, C, universal life, 
the variable universal life. So what is the answer? So those are three questions. Again, those are just sample questions. For those of you who are fortunate to do our one-on-one -on -one training, you, you know you have <laughs> you have tons of questions. You know uh, you are you have too much. You have too many questions. <laughs> uh, you know you you probably get tired with um you know tired with questions. So um, that is just a sample. Okay. So what is the answer now? If you if you answer um, if you answer all three um correctly that means you really understand uh you know this topic very well uh you can choose not to listen to the rest of this but uh if you got all three wrong <laughs> or if you or if you got only one right then um you want to listen to the entire um episode all right so let's come here to variable um, variable versus fixed part. So just some things to write down. And again, I hope you have a pen and paper or you have a laptop, you are taking notes. Number one, variable insurance. What happens with variable is your, your investment, right? The money in your cash value is invested directly into um securities again uh securities are investments that you know that you have the potential to lose some or all of your money so what are some example securities will be mutual funds stocks and all of those things right so those are considered securities because you can have your um uh, your stock and you can lose all of them, <laughs> you can lose the entire thing, right? Or you can have your mutual fund, you can lose almost everything in it. So securities um, uh, are any investment that you stand the potential to lose or um, you know, a, a greater portion of it or all depending on stock market performance, okay? So variable um, uh, um, insurance policies are, um, Securities. Now, you have to understand that the federal government usually, um, no, well, I'm going to step back here. So you guys should know this, but it will probably be on your test because I know it's on the exam outline for a lot of states. Um, so if I were to uh, guess, it will probably be on your test. But in in 1945, you know, the federal government and the state's government struck a deal. The federal government said, okay, states, we are going to step away from being the primary um, um, uh, regulators of insurance, provided you do, you know, provided you regulate insurance in your states the right way. So that compromise was called the um, McCarran-Ferguson Act, okay? So that was the act, that was the law that Congress passed that gave states the primary responsibility of regulating insurance, okay? So um, more than likely, that will uh, probably be on your exam, so you want to know that the 1945 
McCarran-Ferguson Act um, gave states the primary regulatory authority of uh, insurance products. Now, there's an exception to that. For security products, the federal government steps in. So the federal government will regulate security products in addition to state governments. They'll regulate, in this case, um, um, insurance that are security products in addition to uh, uh, no, in addition to the State Department of Insurance, all right? So variable um, life insurance and variable annuity, by the way, annuity is an insurance product. That is why it's on your exam, okay? Because annuity is sold by insurance company, it is an insurance product. Again, I have an episode on um, annuities. I think it's um, more than one hour. You can go and listen to that in detail. So the federal government said, okay, states, you are responsible for regulating insurance, but hold up, variable insurance products, again, variable life insurance and variable annuities, those are too risky because now um, um, no, uh, the public um, policy owners have the potential to lose all their money. So you know what? We need to help you to regulate these products, right? So we're gonna step in. We're not gonna take over, but we're gonna regulate it jointly with you, right? So again, just, you no, know, I'd like to simplify this because once it's simplified, I break it down, you can be able to understand it. And no matter how to twist the question, you no, know, they can twist it, turn it, upside down, you're still gonna get it right once you understand the concept. So the reason the federal government stepped in to regulate insurance products is uh, no variable insurance products is because they are very risky. They are considered securities. Securities are any type of investment that you stand to lose a, uh, a big portion or all of your investment if the stock market um, you know, does, um, does order, okay? So, the federal government step in and regulate, um, you know, and regulates um, variable life insurance and variable annuities. Why? Because they are considered security products. Why are they considered security products? Because clients have the potential to lose all, um, you know, a great portion of their investment or all of the investment. That is why the federal government steps in to regulate variable products in addition to state government. So number one, uh, just some things. Number one, for variable insurance products, you need two licenses to sell it. So uh, no, to sell them. So as an insurance agent, um, you need a securities license. Again, the key is securities. I told you securities are any financial products that you know, a client stands a great chance of um, losing some or all of that investment if the stock market goes down, okay? So, so in order to sell those products, you must have something, you must have a license and that license is called a securities license. At some point, uh, our securities license, you know, but I got rid of my license. Um, you know, that's a story for another day. So, so to sell variable insurance products, you as the insurance, 
agent or the producer on your exam, though most of the time we use producer instead of agent. Producer is the same as agent. So as a producer, you need to have two licenses to sell variable insurance products. You need a securities license and a life insurance license. Again, what are the two licenses you need to sell security products or to sell variable insurance products? Again, you need um, um, a securities license and a life insurance license. That's the first thing. Second thing, who regulates um, 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 variable insurance products? Again, what are the three types of variable insurance products? You have variable annuity, you have variable whole life, um, on, on your exam, most of the time, they won't use variable whole life. We'll just say variable life. But just know variable life is the same as variable whole life. Then you have variable universal life. So if it is variable life, if it, if it doesn't say variable universal life, it says variable life, you know it's variable whole life. Okay. So those are the three types of variable insurance products. Variable annuities, variable um, whole life, and variable universal life. So to sell any of those products, you need to be licensed by both the state department of insurance or by, by the state and the federal government. What license do you need? You need a securities license and a life insurance license to sell these products. Now, what are the agencies that regulate these products? Very key. So for the federal government, you have two agencies that regulate variable uh, insurance products. They are FINRA, F-I-N-R-A. That stands for Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, FINRA. And the second federal agency is SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission. And then at the state level, you have the State Department of Insurance. So those are the three, um, those are the three regulatory bodies that uh, regulate um, variable insurance products. Now, so on your exam, they may say which of the following regulates variable insurance products. They may say um, SEC and um, you know and, and and State Department of Insurance, or they may say FINRA and State Department of Insurance, or they may say FINRA, SEC, and State Department of Insurance. The most correct answer will be SEC, FINRA, and State Department of Insurance. But if you see either SEC or um, FINRA and State Department of Insurance, if those are the only um, options, then that's the most correct, okay? So now let's talk about the investment. Unlike regular insurance, if you got a whole life policy or universal life policy or adjustable, whatever it is, it's permanent, the insurance company bears the um, investment risk. So if you got a whole life policy, insurance company say, okay, you know what? Um, um, Melinda, <laughs> this is a shout out to you, Melinda. They say, Melinda, we're going to give you, um, you know, 2% interest, um, you know, every month, right? So now the insurance company bears the investment risk. So it doesn't matter whether the investment, uh, you know, whether the insurance company makes money from the investment or not, you, Melinda, you know that, hey, at the end of the month, 
no, I, I'm paying my premium. I know every every month I'm getting 2% interest or whatever it is, I'm getting 1% interest, whatever the interest is, right? But for regular insurance, you as the um, policy owner, you as the insurer, you don't bear any, uh, any risks, right? Pretty much guaranteed. For variable products, remember I said variable products are securities and securities are any financial vehicle or product that you stand to lose most or all of your money if the stock market does bad. So, unlike regular insurance um, um, variable uh, insurance products, you as the owner bear all of the investment risks. So yes, um, I have a variable life insurance, and I'm you no, know, and my maybe the stock market is is going up. Um, no, it's a no, uh, it's a bull's market, and you no. Know, uh, this you know the stock market is up twenty percent, thirty percent, and man, I am killing it. You know, I, I mean, my account value is up 30, 40, 50 percent. Great, <laughs> but if the stock market does bad, like it did, you know, less than two years ago, uh, you know, uh, no, no, when um, uh, COVID uh, happened, you know, you know, the stock market went down about. Roughly 35% in 2020, right? Less than two years ago. So if that happens and now you have a, a variable life insurance or variable annuity, oh crap, now you just lost 30% of your account value, right? So just keep in mind for variable products, you as the owner bear all of the investment risks. So you can make a lot of money, but you can also lose a lot of money. And some people like the risks. Some people don't like it, right? Now, the other thing too, you as the owner, you direct the investment. So you call the shots. You can decide, okay, you know what? I want you to invest. I want you, um, 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 insurance company, I want you to buy, you know, to invest my, you know, my premiums in, no, 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 in this um, mutual fund or, or, or no, in this, um type of um stocks you know i want to invest in blue chip stocks or whatever right but you as the owner you control that investment right you have the option even though a lot of people don't exercise this right but you as the owner you have the right to detect if you are variable um insurance owner um you no know, variable insurance policy owner you have the right to um direct your investment on the exam, you may say, um, you know, direct investment, control investment, all means the same. Again, for regular insurance, because you are not taking uh, in any of the risks, the insurance company decides how they're going to invest your money. You don't care as long as they gave you what they promise. Okay, if they promise you 2% or 5%, if they're giving that, everything is kosher. You're good. Now, with variable products, as I said, there are no guarantees. You as the owner, bear all of the investment risks. Again, the key word is bear all investment risks. So on the exam, you may say, which one of the following, um, um, you know, which one of the following um, life, uh, life insurance policies um, does, an, does an owner bear all investment risks? A, whole life, uh, B, um, um, term insurance, C, uh, index universal life, 
the variable whole life. Well, anytime you see variable, know that the owner bears all investment risks and there are no guarantees. You can make a lot of money today. You can lose a lot of money tomorrow. The other thing, you have two accounts for, for, you know, for variable products. You have two accounts. Now, regular insurance, you just have one account. That's the general account, right? For variable products, you have two accounts. You have this general account and you have the separate account. Because the insurance company will separate, hey, you know what? We don't want to put this risky um, investment with our regular funds because we got to pay claims with our the general funds. So, you know what? We're going to put, since you want to take that risk, fine. We're going to put your money <laughs> in a separate account. Okay, so that separate account is for variable products, you know, because they want to continue the risks. If you lose all that money, they don't want it to affect their other accounts or, or other clients. So they put variable products in your own little account. You know, they have the general, but they also have the um, separate accounts. You can play with it. You want to lose it all, that's it. Now, variable products have a minimum um, guaranteed death benefit. Key word is minimum guaranteed death benefit. Yes, can your death benefit be adjusted? Yeah, but you have a minimum guarantee. So uh, you say, okay, your death benefit was 250000 You know it won't go below that. So anytime you see on a test, minimum guaranteed death benefit, that's a signal, that's a hint that it's probably a durable product. When you, when you when you, you know these are key words when you see two licenses variable product when you see regulated um by by sec finra variable product when you see owner based investment risks variable products when you see there are no guarantees variable products when you see that requires two um accounts um separate account or you may say which one of these um life insurance policies um, has a separate account. Well, only variable products have separate accounts. Now, what is the advantage of variable products? Variable products, the major advantage is the outpace inflation, right? They average at least 5,000, you know, 5% a year on average, right? Now, we know that inflation, the average inflation is about 3%. Well, that is what the government says, but, I, <laughs> but, I, you know, but the true real, real, um, Inflation is around 5% interest a year. So if you if you got your money somewhere and you're not making 5%, you're not getting 5%, you're actually losing money when you factor in inflation. And all of us know with, with prices going up, I mean, I think inflation is at 9 or, or 10% this year, right? So, so the major advantage of variable products is they actually outpace inflation. You know, on, on average, you know, they give you a higher interest rate. No, the major disadvantage is there are no guarantees. You can lose all your money, right? So I hope that was able to help you to distinguish variable from regular. Now, you don't have to know both. I'll say just know one and not, not, and the opposite will be true of the other one. So another hint to help you with variable, usually when I think about variable, I think about tools. Now, variable comes in two. The, you have two accounts, a general account and a separate account. The, the general account is for paying um, your minimum guaranteed death benefit, and the separate account is well, 
you can do whatever, you know, that's for your investment. You can do whatever you want. If you want to lose it all, that's fine. That's up to you, right? So variable account, variable products have, you know, they usually come in twos. They have two accounts. They're regulated by, you know, two um, governments, both the state and federal, you know, um, government. They, you need two licenses to sell them, right? You need variable, now uh, you need securities and insurance license. So anytime you think about variable, think about two. You need two licenses to sell. You have two accounts, no separate, um, no separate account in general, and it's regulated by two government agencies, um, no two government entities, um, state and federal. So now let's come back here to these questions and hope um, no, um, you can be able to answer this. Uh, no, let's come back to the question and make sure that you uh, you were able to get it right. Okay, so for question number one, what was your, your answer? Well, let's go ahead and read question number one again. And let's see this time with my explanation, let's see if you are able to get it right. Again, you wanna see what your answer was before and now with my explanation, see if you can get it right, okay? So question number one, I'll repeat. Uh, which statement is true about a variable universal life policy? A says uh, policy owner cannot select the premium mode. However, the policy holder directs investment. B says policy owner has control over where the investment goes and selects the amount of premium payment. C says all of the policyholders' premiums go into the insurer's general account. D, the policy owner has no control over where your premium is invested. So you can pause this right now and try to figure out what the answer is, but I'm going to um, go ahead and tell you what the answer is. So, well, you know, let's, um, um, you know, let's kind of um, um, eliminate the wrong answers. Let's start with A. A says a policy owner cannot select the premium more. However, the policy holder directs investment. Well, that makes no sense, right? It doesn't matter whether it's a variable um, you know, uh, insurance or it's a regular insurance. The policy owner always selects the premium mode. Your premium mode is just your frequency of premium payment. So the, what are the premium modes? They are monthly. So you can pay your premium every month. You can pay your premium um, you know, every quarter, every three months. Uh, every six months or every year, right? So, so those are the four premium payment uh, uh, payment modes, right? Uh, so, now if you want, you can add a fifth one. Well, that's um, that's single premium. Okay. So, policy owner cannot select premium mode. Well, that is wrong because we know you as the policy owner, you have the right. It doesn't matter what type of insurance you have the right to select how frequently you want to make your premium payments. Now, the second part of that question is, uh, second part of that answer is why right. it says, however, the policy owner directs investment. Yes, for variable products, the policy owner directs investment, that's true, but the first part of that answer is wrong. Policy owner cannot select premium more, that is wrong. So therefore, A is wrong. Now, let's get to, C, no, let's jump over B. C 
says all of the policyholders premium go into the general, you know, the insurer's general account. As I said a few minutes ago, no, because the a hey, at the end of the day, the insurance company doesn't want to take that kind of risk, right? So they don't want to mix your risky investments with safe investments. So 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 for variable products, they are risky, right? People can lose all of their money. <laughs> No, in their cash value. So the insurance company will separate them out, right? So they'll put uh, the, the insurance company have their general uh, account and they have their separate account. The separate account is where they put all your money for, you know, for variable products. So we know that C is wrong because it said the policy owner's um, premiums go into the insurer's general account. Uh, they say all, no, not all. Some of it will go into the general account, but most of it will go into the separate account. So we know that is wrong. Now we come to D. D says, says um, the policy owner has no control over where the premium is invested. We know that is false, right? That's one of the beauty, uh, you know, one of the beautiful things about variable uh, um, products, variable insurance products is, hey, I am the boss. I call the shots, okay? I call the shots. So if I want to invest in, um, you know, in stocks, you no. Know, if I want to invest in blue chip stocks or, you know, um, high yield stocks, whatever, or mutual funds, I call the shocks. If I want to invest in Apple or Facebook, I call the shocks. Okay. So that's the that's well, some people may consider that an advantage, right? So the policy owner has control. No, um, over where the premium is invested, but D says policy owner has no control, so we know that is wrong. So the correct answer here is B. Policy owner has control over where the investment goes and selects the amount of the premium payment. So B is the correct answer. So if you got B, great job. Now let's come here to uh, the third one. Uh, no, the second question it says. A blank insurance has a guaranteed minimum death benefit. Remember, guys, on your exam, you may not know every single thing, right? Because, I mean, it's a lot of material. <laughs> and for those of you who are doing life and health at the same time, taking you know, the combination exam, I usually recommend against that. You know, break them up, you know, um, separate them. Do your life insurance um, first, you know, like your life insurance exam, and then few days or few weeks later, you can take your time and study for the help, right? So on your exam, one of the things I teach uh, my students is you won't know everything. I mean, it's impossible to remember every single thing because it's a lot of material, but you can remember clues, hints, keywords. When you see keywords, you know that helps you to narrow down your options. Right, so what does this question say? A blank insurance has a guarantee minimum death benefit. So by the time I see guarantee minimum death benefit, I know it's either a variable life insurance or um, variable um, universal life, but I know it's variable, right? Then it goes further. It says the face amount can increase or decrease based on how well the stock market performs. Duh. The face amount is the death benefit. So for variable products, your death benefit can increase and or decrease, but that is why you have a minimum 
guaranteed death benefits, right? Because the death benefit can increase or decrease. So mm, that tells me it's still variable. So it says it also affords the policy owner the choice of sub-accounts to which cash value can be assigned in a fixed premium. Now, anytime you see the word fixed premium, that's a clue for whole life. Guys, keywords, keywords, keywords. Fixed premium, anytime you see fixed premium, whole life. That's one of the distinguishing uh, features between whole life and universal policies. Universal policies have flexible premium. Whole life policies have fixed premium. Hey, I'm paying $100, that's $100 I'll pay for the rest of my life or for my whole life. Universal is flexible. You can increase or decrease your premium, okay? So, so by the time I see fixed premium, I know it's variable. And I see it's um, guaranteed minimum death benefit. I know it's, uh, no, I'm sorry, by the time I see fixed premium, I know it's whole life. And I see guaranteed minimum death benefit, I know it's what, variable. So I, it tells me it's variable whole life. And ASS equity index, no, it's not variable. Is equity variable? No. B says variable life. As I said, variable life is the same as variable whole life. So B is the answer. C says variable whole life. D says variable universal life. It will have been variable universal life if it didn't say fixed premium. But the key there says fixed premium. So I know it's a variable product, but because it says fixed premium, I know it's whole life. So it's variable whole life. So that is why B is the correct answer. So guys, it may seem very complicated, but when you break it down and you understand these little clues, and that's what you know, um, Melinda says she's going to do. Uh, you no, know, she's in interested in um, you know in our one-on-one um, training, right? So, so for people who do our one-on-one training, we sit down with you because again, I, I will say it many times, it's a lot of material. <laughs> if you, uh, for example, uh, the you know the printed material for for Kaplan for life and health is two hundred and uh no five five hundred and forty pages. Who has the time to read five hundred and forty pages or to study five hundred and forty pages? <laughs> this is why uh the average um um first time pass for all the exam providers the average first time pass is around sixty percent, right? Because it's too much material. So what I teach pro know is keywords, clues that can help you to increase your chances of passing. All right, so let's come here to the last question, question number three. It says, um, which one of the following types of life insurance requires that the producers be licensed by the financial industry regulatory authority before they can sell the policy? Boom. Remember, if you see Securities and Exchange Commission or Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, you know it's a variable product. So let's see which one is a variable product. Adjustable life, no, that's a fixed insurance product. Variable annuities, mm, yeah, let's see. It's a variable product. So let's let's keep that in our pocket. C says universal life, nope, not variable, so out. D says variable universal life. So our option is between 
um, B and C, variable annuities and variable universal life. But guys, you have to pay key, um, very key attention. It says which one of the following types of life insurance policies. It didn't say annuity. If I said annuity, then the answer will have been variable annuities. But this says life insurance. So the only variable life insurance um, in this answer is variable universal life. So the correct answer is D, variable universal life. Voila, that is it. So I hope this was able to help you guys. Again, uh, for those of you who want one-on-one -on -one training, because this is what I do with my students, right? One-on-one, -on -one, um, I will not stop until you're 100% ready to take your exam. So if you're interested in one-on-one -on -one training, again, um, my number is in the description. Uh, my email is in the description. I'm, I'm pretty responsive. If you call me, um, you know, weekdays during business hours, I usually return calls. Um, you can call or text. I usually return um, calls and texts uh, within one hour, most of the time. Um, but definitely I'll return your call. Uh, I'll call you back um, if, um, within 24 hours. Worst case now, but most of the time, if you call me between uh, 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., I'll return your call within one hour. Or, or if you text me, I'll call you back within one hour. So um, again, I will pass away, guys. The industry average, you know, for all of the exam prep providers combined, average is about 60% for uh, first time pass rate is around 60%, right? For us, <laughs> for our one-on-one -on -one tutoring, our uh, our pass rate is nine five, 95%. And the good thing is our tutoring, we have a 100% money back guarantee. Let me repeat that. You have a 95% chance of passing, but just worse, case now you're part of the 5% that for whatever reason, don't pass the exam the first time, you get all your money back, no questions asked. So you have nothing to lose, right? Um, worst case now, you will get some free training, <laughs> right? Worst case now, God forbid you're part of the 5% that don't pass, you will just get your money back and you got free training, right? So, and then the other good thing about our one-on-one -on -one tutoring, is, is around the clock, right? We have our tutors, it's around the clock. So if you want someone to tutor you at 2 a.m., bam, we have someone for you, you know, someone can get on Zoom and tutor you. If you want someone to tutor you at 6 a.m. or 10 p.m., any time of the day, 24 hours, we have someone to tutor you. So guys, in the industry right now, in the um, um, insurance, um, pre-licensing um, um, prep industry right now, you have about mm, between eight and 10 um, um, companies that do what we are doing. And we are the only ones that are providing on-demand training 24 hours. Anytime you want to get trained, you have some 100% money back guarantee no questions asked. Our pass rate is 95%. What do you have to lose? Nothing.
but you have everything to gain because at the end of the day, uh, you can do all everything you want to do. If you don't have that license, too bad. You can't make money legally. You cannot make money. So that license is worth every investment, right? So whatever it takes, get it done. So Melinda, again, thank you very much for the kind words today. This is a shout out to you. I hope you are listening to this. Uh, so guys, if you have any questions, any concerns, uh, reach out to me. Again, my phone number is 202-855-6294. Again, 202-855-6294. My uh, email is minzopass at minzopass.com. So that's M-I-N-Z-O-P-A-S-S -S at minzopass.com. Again, I have that in the description. So I uh, so I uh, so I hope you guys uh, enjoy this episode. I hope you learn something from it. Hey guys, um, this is not like your regular podcast where you just listen to it one time. Right, your podcast episode. If you, you know, hey, if, if especially for those of you who got um, all three questions wrong, hey, you can listen to this two, three, four, five, ten times as many times as you want to, right? But listen to it over and over, go back and understand. Because it's, it's a lot of material, but when you really understand, and that's what we are good at, we really break it down, we bring it down to every day, you know, you know, to your level for you to understand. Because once you grasp it, once you understand it at your level, not, you know, not at the insurance you know, level, because they use all these, insurance jargons, cash value, cash value savings account. No, <laughs> you know, we, we use all this, no. Um, so uh, cash surrender value, well, cash surrender value is your equity, right? So 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 pretty much we, you know, we uh, simplify it, dumb it down so you can understand. Because once you understand, uh, then it doesn't matter how much the, you know, twist and turn the, you know, the question, you will still get it right. That is why, guys, it's not a magic. That's why our pass rate is 95%. So um, hope it's not too much talking. Again, reminder for those of you in Washington, D.C. and Texas, keep an eye out. Our course should be coming out soon. So now we'll also have our, you know, our we're going to have our self-study, online self-study, similar to Excel or um, Kaplan or AD Banker, all these um, or exam effects. Now you will be able to go at your own pace, and it's going to be man, <laughs> it's going to be the best. Okay, hands down, it's going to be the best. So uh, I'm excited about that. That should be coming out um, soon, 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 soon. All right, guys. I uh, wish you all the best for those of you who are taking your exam soon. Wish you good luck, and until next time, uh, please be safe.